everybody. We are back with the next episode of the Raiders Rambles, the Midwest Fur Fest special. Or is it? <laughs> anyway, I am Jolt, your chief host of the show. And joining us today is none other than my amazing co-host, Avira. Hello! Wow, amazing. Well, thank you very much, Jolt. <laughs> I hope everyone's having a fantastic day. And, um, wow, yeah, it's been like a week since, uh, since Thanksgiving, so I hope everyone had a fantastic holiday as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went all gobble-gobble, and um, <laughs> it was some Black Friday, mm-hmm. and what have you. That was the case. And joining us, as always, my always-there interim host, Noble. I don't give two shits about where you are on this stupid blue planet, but for me, it's morning, so piss off. <laughs> well, gee, thanks, Noble. Nice to see you, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so flattered you think that, that way. <laughs> well, it's coming into summer, so I'm going to get grumpy. Yes, because me, too. I'm going to be boiling like a... Like an egg. About it. Anyway, rounding out the panel today, we have Icy Popper. How's it wagging, everybody? And welcome to the podcast. I hope everybody on this pretty blue planet is having a wonderful day. And hopefully, everybody gobbled till they wobbled on Thanksgiving, as did I. And... I'm looking forward to Christmas. Mm-hmm. We're just counting down the days. Mm-hmm. It's great. So, first things first. As I said just at the start of the show, is it the Midwest Fur Fest special? It probably is, because that's what's happening right now. And lo and behold, they brought about our... <laughs> You know, the stuff they always do has to be fitting for a furcon. Check this out. Yep. Seems like they can't do away with their obligatory free HIV testing at Midwest Furfest. Oh boy. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Oh, it's real. Can't believe that. I mean, can you go? I mean, yeah, it's free to all attendees, but the fact of the matter is it's it's saying something that they've had that they are basically offering this free of charge at a space that's, you know. Well, the fact that they deem it necessary to even do something like this is kind of interesting. Right. Well, it does tell you the kind of things and shenanigans the guests are getting up to. Not to mention, you know, they're um they're sharing uh, the convention space with a couple of other Expos and cons as well that we um that we've talked about earlier this year, you know they had the um the odds and the odds and curios like share for eccentric stuff including taxidermied animals in the same space as a fur con. Ah uh, yes, yeah, the event. Yeah, so imagine that you even get like a few even see a fur suit next side by side of a taxidermied animal and then you're like. Yeah, or, or maybe like uh, you attend a panel on like dissecting uh, 
owl pellets. Mm-hmm. All kinds of fun stuff. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Sure. But I do hope the long wait and the lines is worth it, though, because really, Furcon lines, oh, like I know that's the one complaint Midwest Surface has been having the longest time. Like the registration lines get up to six hours long and even more. Six hours standing online? What the? F- what? Right, just to get your registration Jeez. badge because, like, and this is a convention that have an, with an attendance figure of like in the 10,000s. Yeah, I wonder how big MFF is going to be this year. Jeez, well, it's going to be huge. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it, though. But I do have, I am obliged to um give you a public service announcement in going into free for you know, no Midwest Midwest Furfest. <laughs> no, not free for. We have a free for has a higher standard than than Midwest Furfest. <laughs> yeah, but for real. It's um, it's about personal hygiene, and so. And so what we've got is um we've got one user here, Sunny Raccoon. Listen, I'm pretty damn crusty myself, but I'm not gonna subject these people to the power of my pits. Just because I don't have an issue with my body doesn't mean I'm not leaving a negative impact on my fellow friends. Ew. Ew, um, why did why did you have to say oh, it that way? Oh. That's nasty. I said this in the Raiders chat, but if you are desperate to have a shower or bathe, you can always just get yourself a bucket, some water, and a you know face washer or something. I mean, well, I just took a nice hot bath this morning. I mean, nice. that's how we did it in back at home in Indo is that we we basically wash ourselves with buckets. Wait, hold hold, hold on a second. Let's see what this next individual says. He says, the perpetuation of natural odor being taboo is a form of class welfare. It's not just a preference. Bro, take a fucking shower. What are you talking about? Class preference? Bro, what? You're at a fucking hotel. You can take a shower for free. Fucking do it. Only the uh-huh. only the affordably wealthy can um afford to be clean. No, get real. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Ew. Yo, if you're going to a furcon, take you know you know like the 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 six to one rule. Right. You know that thing. Right. Yeah, do that. If I'm going to Midwest Perfest, you're damn right. I'm going to be wearing not wearing, but uh, taking a nice hot shower and putting on my Old Spice cologne. Well, if I'm going to if I'm going to a furcon, um, it's actually class welfare, so I'm just gonna be dirty and lazy and smelly the entire time because you don't appreciate my lower class. Yo, these people are fucking stupid. I think it's just the one nutcase who just happens to be um, you know, total. I know. I just think that I I think that's just really silly. Oh, and get this. Get this, get this. Here's another one that will probably like make you want to stay the heck away. Oh boy. Oh really? That oh, wouldn't. Boy. Yes. Oh right. Here's That's another fine. one. I've met. Exclusive oh, I've met a lot of smelly people for whom I love. Seniors with poor health, dear friends of manic episodes, young autistic girls who never. 
door to wash or brush, suicidal loved ones for Smells a personal vulnerable, a privilege. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, okay, just stop for a minute. There are a few reasons why people can smell bad. One, it can be something genetic, so the body constantly outputs something. So when it gets summertime, some people naturally have a really bad odor. They can't actually help it, despite even if they wash themselves like two or three times a day. And I'm talking like full shower here, not uh, people not knowing how to wash themselves. Yes, in the disabled, uh, I don't know they're not capable of without assistance, like you know, in a, yes, in a home or, or people who were never actually shown how to do it properly. And unfortunately, nope, that's just... come across some of those people. And then you got idiots and assholes. And unfortunately, I come across this group as well who literally don't bother bathing because they couldn't give two shits. Well, that's just gross. Nope. Right. nope. Very, nope. very nope. gross. And it's at I this always point. shower. It's at that point where you will need to bring in a big bucket <sighs> of soap and a, and a, you know, and a power hose. You need more than a power hose. But when you're you wearing a fucking, okay, w when you're like wearing a carpet on your entire body, you know it might be reasonable to I don't know clean yourself every now and again, uh, and not just be like, oh, it's fine, because uh, it's 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 nasty. Okay. So um yeah, daily remind you know. This is your obligatory you know, public service announcement. Make sure you clean your effects and your fursuits, and most importantly, yourself. <laughs> Amen. All right. So we have that aside, Wait, I hope. Does, does MFF also offer um, coronavirus testing, or did they not do that? Mm, I doubt it. I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's a con space, but... Yeah, well, they got the HIV the testing. Like, what the heck has happened to the COVID clinic in your thing? Because here, like, nobody seems to go to them anymore. You get a referral from your doctor here. Damn. Yeah, that's how much, um, you know, nobody gives a shit about COVID no more. <sighs> COVID's dead. Yeah. Anyway. 2020, that's where it was bad. Now, let's, um, let's move to um, first items proper on on the agenda. But, you know, but before I do, okay, hope, hopefully our guys, our guys and girls in the Raiders and friends have a fantastic time at Midwest Fur Fest. Just oh, yeah. 100%. Now. Well, I, I was talking to... Um one of our guys who's at MSF, and he said that it wasn't actually uh, snowing as bad as they thought it would. You know, it was actually relatively warm-ish for this year. Right. Pretty good. I mean, you know you know how it is in the Great Lakes area. It just gets so windy and cold. Oh, yeah, for right. sure. That's what I've been told. That's what I was told when I was there all those years ago, is that Chicago is dry. Mm-hmm. What have you, but still. But, yeah. Now, to get started, we have, we present you with, yeah, this. Okay. Stop blame, blame, well, unquote, technical error for showing a pop-up ads in Assassin's Creed. 
So, um, first question I want to ask is when is when would you consider it acceptable, if any, to show advertisements when you know in video games? Okay, I have a first comment for this. If the game is free, right? You know, if I... you paid nothing for the game and it's been handed out, whether it's online, single player on your phone, on your computer, if it's a free game, mm -hmm. yes. Ads placed responsibly, uh, so similar to the way you find them on Twitter, by all means. Would that be before or after the mission? Probably before, right? Preferably, you'd want to have it outside of actual gameplay itself and not something that just you know, pops up when you're in the middle of something because... Mm. Right. Yeah, right. you don't need your concentration breaking. Mm -hmm. And so, what Ubisoft decided to do is um, place advertising in um, in their own titles that you know you pay once to own, like Assassin's Creed or Hala. Take take a look at take this. Look at this. Like, like in the middle. I've, of been wanting, I've been wanting to try out Valhalla for the longest time. Cool. That and then the guy just paused the game, and then bam, you see it. You'll see this. The guy pauses the game, and then the advert shows up Black Friday sales. That's a big rush. Ah, that's it. I see you got feedback. Oh, that's not, yeah. See, do I have I'm, it? Hold on, do I have that I'm, now? No, okay. So, this is a bit of a problem because while someone does pause the game or they bring up a screen. Uh, that's interfering with the actual gameplay. Now, this can have a negative impact on playing itself and get to the point where people don't want to um, play the game after that. That's true. You know, it, it kind of like breaks the um, the immersion, I would say. It basically also makes people lose trust in um, Ubisoft for pulling this off because they're just trying to, um, you, you know, advertising. Well, they probably got a lot of money off these contracts of advertisers who were like, hey, can we advertise on this game? We'll give you such and such. That way more people will see it and they'll come to our store and they'll buy our products. Yeah, But it has to be strategic. Yeah, and they're capitalizing on it using, um, you know, Black Friday. Oh, and no, but that's not feedback. I found out what it was. My uh, microphone was rubbing against my blanket. I see. Jolt's voice was coming out of your microphone. Out of your uh, microphones. Hmm? That's weird. Anyway, um, but really, like, I, I, one hundred percent agree. If it's free, by all means, advertise it. But you know, but you can't get over the issue. Like you know, in some. You've seen some games, right? Like they use the um the loading screens to um to put ad space, but it's not even for their own games of their own company to, to try and sell. It's for like other brand, you know. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. It's for like uh, strategic partners, stuff like that. Yeah, of course. That stuff. That's all fine and dandy. And you know, you can have clever uses of advertising and like you know. Integrated, like if you know, in in game billboards, which you break and stuff, which is pretty neat, you know, yeah, like, as if, as if, like, you know, it's um, it's like a novelty, like you break, you break them apart, and yeah, it's like that's actually you know, a cool use of advertising. 
what would be creative would be in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. So the radio. Having it set up so that it will pull different wave files from the hard drive, but occasionally or on a semi-regular basis, stream ads in during ad breaks for the radio station. That's a good idea, man. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. So you have whatever fake song playing, uh-huh. it stops, the radio host calls out something, and then you have two or three ads play on the radio. Now, those can either be fake ads or they could be real ones. Yeah, it can be like, oh, we're listening to KA82. Okay. And then their next ad is Raid Shadow Legends. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, some crazy uh, shit like that would just randomly pop up on the freaking radio. Like, okay. <laughs> I saw this on YouTube once. <laughs> you're not breaking the immersion of the game. It's, no, it's oh, really it would seem like way. legit, you know? You could GTA could also have billboards for crying out loud, where it's either in-game joke or it's an actual ad. Preferably not animated, though. But <laughs> okay. So speaking of GTA Noble, there is something I remembered seeing on that game as I was driving one of my cars. It was a bar, and it was called Liquor Hole. Like, you know, liquor, like hardcore alcohol, and it said hole at the end. Yeah, do the math. Well, wouldn't it be interesting if, like, they, they had, like, a billboard for, like, um, GTA NordVPN? Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, Some shit like that, you know. All, all the YouTube ads that we've seen before. Yeah, that's the yeah, first thing I'm putting on the laptop. <laughs> yeah, now now that's actually that would actually work pretty cleverly. Probably, right? I don't know. <laughs> and then speaking of of that sort of stuff, live comment from Boombox, yay, and what's what I want. Political billboards and games. The last No, time no, I no, not not not, 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 not always political. No, it could just be a random ad. No. Yeah. But, you know, I think the last time the most prominent case was when the Obama campaign put ads in the Burnout Paradise back in 2008. That game was fun. The last political ad I I heard of was when Emperor Palpatine was on Fortnite and he was announcing his return to the Galactic Empire. I mean, that was technically political. He's like, yeah, bitches, I'm back. Okay. Y'all remember that? Don't remember. I mean, must have been from Yeah, I'm part of Palpatine, man. Yeah. Shit. But, you know, but imagine no. this. Like, but to get, I guess to finally get back to whatever's left at hand of this, though, imagine this. Like, if this was the precedent that, that was kind of sad, you know, in games, then shit. People would be up and outraged, just, you know, like you pay once for the game they own and then get told to buy more, really? Well, that was the original problem with the uh, microtrans... Uh, yeah. Trans- 
uh, action. Yeah, yeah. yeah, people were like upset that they had to keep on paying. Like it's like a pay-to-play situation, and now that there's advertisements, like they don't even gain anything from that. It's kind of just like, oh, you have to wait thirty seconds to watch some random ad for some company you've never heard of. Like that's that's nice. Okay, mm-hmm. kind of annoying to be honest. Right, or you'd have, you know, or imagine that, you know, to get rid of these, you'd have to um subscribe to a, a, a like a, the yes, ad some kind of like anti-ad service or like oh ad blockers. Okay, you have to like pay us, so you know, five ninety nine per month or yeah, I know what you mean. I know, like the you know Ubisoft Plus where you get like where you get yep. no ads in gameplay because you know, or, or even YouTube Plus does that same thing too. Exactly, but you know that's why YouTube was trying to wage a war against ad blockers. Which I have a browser integrated with an ad blocker, and it, you know, that's oh. fine ways to go around. And at the end of the day, it's a losing battle for them. Well, it's so, illegal now. Not illegal per se, but I think it's against YouTube policy to even have an ad blocker. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people got really pissed off about that. Who wouldn't be? Yeah, of course. Uh, Rightly so. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, anyway, to um, move forward, we've got the next item here. We have um, another a, a one of the beloved game franchises getting the um, whatever you want to call it, TV series, live action, you know, big, you know, big multimedia treatment. Because if Amazon, it's the Tomb Raider. Oh, yeah. I was just looking into this a couple hours ago. Right. And it's, an you know, of all the things now, they're um, they're basically now playing catch-up and deciding, you know, let's tap, in, let's tap into the lucrative video games market and, um, and, turn, and turn them all into TV shows and, so, and stuff like that. That can only go well, right? <clears throat> Tomb Raider movie, the original one, um, as a one-off, that was actually kind of good. The yeah. Tomb Raider movie itself for the modern iteration, yeah, that was okay. Um, it really depends on how they go about it, to be honest. Right. The Witcher is probably an excellent example where the fan base, I believe, are more behind the actor portraying the character because they're like, yeah, no, this isn't The Witcher. Fuck off. No, it's not because, <laughs> you know, The Witcher, you know, they, they didn't fully make use of Henry Cavill. And um, actually, funny funny story, funny you mentioned that, the the writer for The Witcher, Andre Sapkowski, said Netflix actually snubbed him and ignored his input. Wow. Thanks. So, yeah, that's why, you know, it's... <laughs> Not the best well, idea example to use The Witcher, but hey. Well, uh, no, but you made a good point about you know, the whole live-action version of this particular type of video game. Because honestly, uh, Angelina Jolie, like, she made Lara Croft look freaking good. Oh hell yeah! If y'all ever played, okay, if you ever played the original Lara Croft Tomb Raider games and you saw this freaking movie. Back in like the year two thousand, you're like, "Yep, that's her." Mm-hmm. Like, it, it just makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. It was great. Damn. 
yeah and now here's the here's the interesting thing right now they've gone yeah. this new adaptation they've gone writers from um some marvel writers megan mcdonald and phoebe waller bridge to um do do this iteration of it which i mean it's gonna okay. be interesting considering that right now the track record for the marvels is um has seen better days so but oh. right now, but you know, but with the way they've handled the part, you know, the modernization of Tomb Raider since 2013, like it's not bad. They're not bad games by any means. Oh, they could have just left it. Right, they could have just yeah, left. but really, really should have left it. But unfortunately, the little fingers come out for money grubbing. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's Amazon too, you know. Like let's. Like just you look at Amazon's track record. What did they do? The Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. Oh, yeah. stop it! No, yeah, they threw a billion dollars at a project and then turned it to crap. So that's not good. Yeah, and I think there's also going to be another thing too. Like with Amazon, like they've gotten their hands on um the uh. On Fallout as well, so they're gonna make a TV series. If I'm, if it serves me right, they um, they're planning to make a um a TV series on Fallout. Another video game franchise that lots of gamers love. Yeah, that would be interesting if they did, did like if they did it right. You know, if let's say I don't know the the, the TV series started out where people are just starting to open up the vaults. They're getting out into the world. They're like, "What the heck?" And then it kind of went from there. And they didn't focus on, I don't know, like politics or whatever. It was just like the characters, you know, trying to explore this new world and kind of make it like a video game movie. If they were to just focus on that, then maybe it would, it'd be good. Yes, but why focus on telling a good story? Because that's what people want to see. We don't give a fuck about this woke crap. I mean, and it's right? Also, um, right. Don't they learn their lesson? Well, apparently with Doctor Who, that's a no. Exactly. No, they don't. It's it's stupid. No, they fudge Doctor Who. They yeah, what the heck? If they yeah, were to they actually have like a TV show of Fallout, that would be pretty freaking cool. Like if they yeah, if they were to like remain true to the story, and like all the vaults and all the different factions, man, that'd be freaking cool. But they're not going to do that though. So, well, now they are, they actually have Amazon has um gone their hands on Fallout and they're going to make an adaptation of this, apparently. So, and are you confident in their adaptation? I mean, I haven't really played an awful lot of Fallout, if anything, at that. But again, I'm a little bit iffy about it because, I mean, yes, I know, I understand. It's Amazon, well, and they're going to want to make their own twist for it. Yeah, yeah, they are. And um, you've there's a couple of snippets here and there, like so. It's um, yeah, they've actually kind of. From the look of things, they've actually kind of started with the assets and the filming and what have you. So, you know, it's real. It's happening. 
while that's happening. Yeah, some of the costume designs are like okay. Right, like because you know you got the signature vault suit, the you know the blue and yellow. One. Yeah, yeah. How, you know the. I just hope they don't mess this up. Because, like, if they were to do this, like, make it an actual series, it would be pretty freaking cool. Right. If they got it right. Yeah, if they got it right. 100%. And, you know, there's a, there a lot of stuff to draw from Fallout games. You know, you got, you know, a lot of the beloved stuff. Free New Vegas 4. Well, we don't talk about 76, but <laughs> you know, yeah, I bet five bottle caps that they botch it. I used to play Fallout New Vegas on Xbox 360, and I gotta say, my favorite gun was the Desert Eagle. Oh, nice! That gun was a beast in that game. I was like shooting left and right at people. Oh, look at have a look at some of this stuff. Like this is what it's gonna look like in live action with the, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That look that looks exactly like what I imagined they would look like after playing. I like the game that. Stuff. I like that mech suit that dude's wearing, or is that just a full on robot? No, no, that's a mech suit. Yeah, oh. there's a human inside there. Who 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 in this uh, group would actually wear a mech suit? Because I know I would. Yeah, certain factions. Yeah, they did. I mean, see, really, um, they got like pretty cool factor, but they're the most impractical things ever. But still, that's probably a thing for another time. So, they've said, you know, Fallout. They're doing um, they're doing a new story on Fallout. They're not doing a retelling of like Fallout three and four, and even you know, Todd Howard, one of the cheap, the one of the high honchos of Bethesda, who has the property saying that like you know he's saying oh let's tell a story in this part of the world and doesn't break any of the rules it can reference things in the games but it's not a retelling of the games hmm. so yeah oh have to see how that one you know what instead of going to bed i might watch battleship after the podcast right but Good, you know, good sci-fi movie. TV series aside, like we'll get back into, we'll find out a bit more about Fallout. What we wanted to get onto was the Tomb Raider thing, and okay, here's where you ha you may have reason to be leery about with this adaptation. Take a look at some of the concept art for this um for this rendition of Lara Croft that Amazon is going to be putting together. Oh, that's disgusting. Why is she in a dress? And the question yeah. is, why is she wearing those sneakers? Conver you know, fucking being your ass. Oh, yeah, I didn't even... Yeah, that's weird. Okay. That's nah. I, I would not, man. I, I would be caught dead. No. Lara Croft is like a Tomb Raider, man. Well, yeah. Right. Like outside, Lara I mean, Croft was good, but... Outside of, you know, what, what you do outside of when she's raiding tombs and shit. Not this, clearly. Like, look at how we get one other person. Sorry, but WTF is this. The front Okay, so, without any context, without, like, the name, if you were to see this individual, like, like this character, what's the first thing you think of? What this girl looking at? That, those eyes. Yeah. Are, yeah, what this girl. 
I don't think Lara Croft Tomb Raider. No. When I see this person, I was like, all right, she's just some rando, like, Victorian-looking woman. I don't know. Right. It's somebody who's, um, you know, wearing a dress that's got a mixture of, like, you know... Yeah, but she's not going to whip out some guns and, like, go fight some guardian. No, okay, like, no. that's not what's happening here. No. Definitely not. Besides, like I think aesthetically, this the those if you could call it dresses, they just look a bit too goofy. It does look pretty goofy, especially like like with the freaking sneakers there. Like that just does not compute. No, that's just a, that is just a total aesthetic killer. Right there. <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking. Mm -hmm. And even then, like you look at the past, like you go back to Return to Monkey Mode, and this is like when Lara wasn't raiding tombs. This is the dresses that she wore. Okay, I don't know what's worse. Yeah, now that's... Yeah. I mean, she's got a gun, though. So let's yes. be real. Yeah, Lara Croft is fucking badass. Okay? But, but this is, you know, this is actually a, the real kind of dress that you can really imagine. Frick. Okay, that I would prefer her to wear over, like, what we saw with the uh, sneakers. I would prefer her to wear something like that, holding a gun. Makes her look badass. Yeah, and I can just imagine her, like, ducking down and whipping out a freaking pistol from her purse and be like, yo! Pew-pew! Pew, like, pew. Yeah, easy. Anyway, but, speaking yeah, you... of that word, I got a pew-pew right next to me. Right, <laughs> speaking of this stuff, like, you look at the art and then somebody remarked, you know, on Twitter, you can tell the artist was insecure when designing her, when designing this new Lara Croft. Insecure about what? Right, like you know. What are we talking about? Oh, does a, you know that, why does a fictional character look prettier than me? Sort of thing. So like, no, yeah, maybe... whatever this is, that's not Lara Croft. That's some fan fiction of like whatever this individual was thinking. Right. Right. And that person probably designed that, you know, they had to dial down Lara, just... Yeah, well, Lara. she can't be swimming and flipping and jumping around and shooting guns and stuff in a dress like that. No. She just can't. No. No. Completely agree with you on that one. Hmm. And, but wait, there's more. There's more. He, you're going to be shocked at this and at how, how, how strong this headline hits you. I'm not making this up. Tomb Raider will have smaller boobs. No. Is that Brie Larson right next to her? Oh my goodness. Who in the crap wrote this article? They're showing freaking Brie Larson. <laughs> oh my god. That's a big middle finger to that actress. Oh, no, 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 no. Tomb Raider should never be played by that witch. I'm sorry. Just, just, just no. Is that, is that what they're going for? I mean, what the heck? Well, <laughs> oh my God. Granted, uh, Tomb Raider came out back in the year 2000. Okay, like yeah. that was right after the '90s, you know, the prominent games and everything. It oh, worked man. out fine. 
yeah and look at this this like they're basically saying that the oh, look this is how they're justifying this is that they're a bit you know oh uh, look read this they, Phoebe Wallbridge is also on board as a writer who recently talked about how they are changing the character from a sex symbol to one that has smaller boobs. And boobs. they would do that because why? Exactly. He said boobs. Right, but why is that? Why would they want to do that? Don't they make money because Lara Croft is? A sex symbol right. in the and video look, game look, world. Look at how, I mean, how, um, look at the rationale. Read this. Look at how the rationale. Was. She had she had an attitude. She was very deliberate in what she wanted to do. Uh, that all changed when they realized they could market her to be a sex symbol. Okay, well she is. That's whatever. Uh, Waller Bridge told Vanity Fair back in June. In regards to conversation that they have the writer's room, oh, that they have in the writer's room uh, about the kind of body Lara Croft should have in their upcoming TV show. She's a tomb reader, so she's incredibly fit. Okay, yeah, that's, that's good. Uh, so she has to squeeze and fit through tiny rock crevices all the time. It's different experiences. Arr, arr, arr. Having larger boobs. Uh, uh, what? What the? F what? What the is fuck? No, Lara Croft is a fucking female hero, sexy, powerful, awesome character. And what they want to like degrade her? Don't like, well, you bloody you're, you're, you're not feminine enough. We have to make you more like a man and degrade your boobs. Ah, fuck you. I, I I'm sorry, but what's wrong with an actress like you know Tomb Raider having a nice rack? Apparently, they think that her being attractive is a bad thing. I guess I don't know. That's weird the, to me. Look, just just keep the boobs at a natural size and ignore it because just, no, they they, they want to make her look more like a man, so she has to downgrade those boobs. Of course, if she wants to get through them crevices to make her seem like a hero. Isn't that oh, stupid? Man. Yeah, it, it, it literally says she's so incredibly fit. Okay, so as a young, attractive, fit female, yeah, she's cool. So why the hell do, do they want to make her look bad? Right, like, I mean, the practical rationale doesn't really apply when it's when functionally Lara Croft is meant to be like someone's fantasies and stuff what have you nah it doesn't make any sense like imagine how many young women uh, looked up to I don't know Indiana Jones you know right. this young guy uh, breaking into tombs and stealing statues and stuff I mean yeah he's cool right well we should make him obese <laughs> yeah. Good lord. So, you know what? Obese. Yeah, we should. Because most of America is obese, and that's what people want to see. <laughs> they want to see their representation. Uh, they want to see Indiana Jones huffing and puffing as he falls down the stairs. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and same thing with, with Lara Croft. You know what? 
chop her boobs off and, and, and make her a, a manly character. All of that. Mm -hmm. That's what people really want to see. Totally. No, no, no. Small boobs, not really my thing. If they're a little bigger, then I'll make an exception. She's freaking Lara Croft, man. Come on. She's great. I know. I know. Like, but like, she's a sex symbol. <laughs> yeah, you know what? She's a you. sex symbol. Who cares? Like, if her, <laughs> look, if her boobs weren't so small, I would vouch. I need something to squeeze. She's got boobs and guns. Right? She's Yeah, she's boobs cool. and guns. <laughs> Whatever. What's wrong with that? What what could be better than boobs and guns? I don't huh? know. I don't know. Probably nothing. No, boobs and guns and intelligence. But <laughs> she has all of that. So Is it me or is this this uh episode turning into something NSFW? I don't know. I love Lara Croft. Get off my so back. Hey, I love Laura Croft. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, well, that aside, though, to um, I guess wrap up this segment. Um, how does this all make you feel about you know the, your optimism scale for um this adaptation of where they're taking Tomb Raider? I would say that it's at this point it's more like a cash grab because you know Lara Croft back in the day yeah it was a video game that they didn't necessarily understand if it was going to be super popular but then it turned out to be and then they made a movie about it and it was all a crazy thing and yeah like I totally just like got off the rails um it's a good game you know Lara Croft she's a cool character I like her but I don't think they have to necessarily keep on going with the franchise if it's not not necessarily like going to make more money, but if it's like just a cash grab type of thing, it seems kind of more artificial now. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what I'm thinking. I'd rather just play the old games and enjoy that. Right, and like, and the modern, you know, and the modern games that we have, of course, and watch, right. and watch the old movie, you know, Angelina Jolie as Lara Croft. Oh, totally, yeah, she she totally nailed it, absolutely, one hundred percent. But yes, now I think it's time, isn't it? We are in the, we are now three quarters in, of the way through the episode. Right, and we have the weird, you know, and we've got the weirdest item on for this week. Oh, yeah, we saved the best for last for all you folks out there on this pretty blue planet. Well, or the weirdest and the one that's make. Mm-hmm. Here we go. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, read the headline here, guys. Uh, for those of you who are just listening, Saltburn, the director, Emerald Fennel, wants to turn Jurassic Park into erotic fiction. Hello. So I guess he has a dinosaur fetish. Let's read on. Oh, no. Jurassic Park isn't the first thing you would think of when it comes to <laughs> X rated or. NC-17 uh, grade movies. 
But one filmmaker sees potential in such turn for a franchise that, to be fair, it needs a, a shot of adrenaline. Jurassic World Dominion and its predecessor, Fallen Kingdom, uh, is left to be desired. And if the series is to continue, new directions should be considered. So yeah, let's just have a bunch of dinosaur sex. Wouldn't that just be the best thing ever? Don't you want to see a, a, a T-Rex fuck a Velociraptor? Uh, yeah, isn't that, isn't that how the, uh, what was it, the Indominus Rex was made? <laughs> Dominatrix Mex, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's actually Indominus Rex, I think. I know what you meant. Yeah. I gotta I say mean, my and favorite. This, and, this is, and this is how the Jurassic Park was made. <laughs> oh, no. no. Oh, no. I thought it was made from a uh, simple DNA from a mosquito in that tree sap. Yeah, originally. Then yeah. you got the dominatrix. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. She knows what's Lord up. Almighty, right. help us. The question is, however, would a more erotic take be the way to go? Hmm. Emerald Fennel, director of uh, the drama Saltburn and Promising Young Woman? Okay. Uh, I think so. And she's eager to... <laughs> To get in on the dinosaurs, the filmmaker told <laughs> the deadline oh, Jurassic Park uh, is her favorite film. Uh, therefore, she would uh, like a crack at interpreting the mythos. Oh boy, oh, that's no. what we need. Yeah, no. that, that's everybody asked for it. That's exactly what we want. That's what we need. My favorite film and, of oh my gosh, I can't and that's why that. the and that's why we need to answer the the million dollar question that nobody ever asked. <sighs> no, no one asked. Come on, I want to know. Look, I I have to question whether or not someone's gone on a lot of the fan fiction sites and gone, oh, this is actually kind of popular. Uh, what was that? Um, bloody movie recently, Fifty Shades of Grey, which is basically just a re an erotic fan fiction of Twilight. Oh, I love Twilight. Somebody I mean, probably I... thinks that, oh, maybe we can get more money out of making, you know, dino porn. It's like, <laughs> good luck. I don't know. I mean, I, I that's mean, not my kind of thing. Yeah, women's probably spent too long looking at herpy. Oh, no. Anyway, um, to continue on with this, though, she says, but my favorite film of all time is Jurassic Park, so I would love to get in on the dinosaurs. She said, Oh, I bet you'd like to get in on the dinosaurs. <laughs> yes, oh, yes. Depends on how. As well, first and foremost, it's very erotic. Damn, oh, those raptors. I want to have them toe claws all up in me. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, thank you. No, thank you. Those what things are What are you talking about? Heart. <laughs> anyway, uh, she says, I think humans and dinosaurs have gotten to that stage where their time together, uh, where things are starting to get uh, quite thrilling. Oh, yeah, quite thrilling Someone's indeed. 
Someone's been on E621 a little too much. Yeah, well, she oh, watches yeah. way too much Dino Well, let me so see what this says. Oh, God. Uh, look at this. So there's a marriage between a man and a velociraptor, and it's basically a domestic drama? <laughs> Stop it! Stop. No, it isn't! What Please, are you talking no. about? No, <laughs> man, I can't look at this movie anymore the same way. Um, excuse me? This is me and my dinosaur wife, and if you're dinophobic, fuck you. I'm not dinophobic, <laughs> but I'm like getting laid by a dinophobic. This is weird. Why would you say why would you say that in an interview? What the bonkers? Like really? Why would you do that? Really? <laughs> okay. Ah, yes. The world I mean, is coming you, to you an end. You've got to sit down and have a think and seriously and got, just got to wonder, is this thing are just being serious or is this like some sort of like troll? Oh, that <laughs> picture though. That picture. If she's getting paid millions by these companies, I mean, I don't know. Okay. Uh, not to mean to interrupt, but this picture with the raptor and this dude right here, I remember that. Oh, uh, yes. Clever girl. Oh, well, yeah. that That's his dino wife, obviously. Bad, I see. Uh, bad. What do you mean I'm bad? I'm just spitting facts. Hmm. Oh boy. So let's read this this other comment here. Not comment. It says, in the end, uh, the story could never happen unless they introduce conceptualized human dino hybrids. Oh, good lord. Okay. Uh, that became the stuff of legend in the wake of Jurassic World. Even then, uh, the hybrids require sentience along with the complexities of identity and self awareness, blah, blah, blah. Uh, that equates to being human. Moreover, would anyone want to watch that? A film that explores all this. Yeah, I'm sure people would. Are they literally talking about like hybrid dino babies? And, Bro. Oh, or, are they, or are they trying to like do the whole make scalies real in furry parlance? Bro, they said human dino hybrids. Right. Okay. So either the people who are writing this are furries or. That they got some issues going on. I mean, maybe both, probably. But yeah, probably. I'd take the latter on both. Mental case or secretly a furry without actually saying they're a furry. Yeah. Fucking dinosaurs. That sounds cool. Okay. Imagine. Yeah, just imagine that. Friggin'. The plotline for the next Jurassic World is, you know, it's, um, it's rated to the point where you can't actually watch it on a thing on your screens. <laughs> yeah, you have to get like some VPN or something to like actually watch it because it's like banned in your country. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Because it's but you know because they really broke the ratings. Do you think that they knew what they were talking about when they said this? Maybe they were trying to be like, "Oh, it's a uh, animal human husbandry." Okay, it's all nice and good. Or were they literally talking about having babies with dinosaurs? Because, like, that's kind of what it sounded like. That sounds mentally disturbing. It sounds exactly like what they were talking about, so I don't know. Right. And, um, 
I mean, at the very tamest, the the whole argument of how you know of dinosaur breeding would just kind of fall flat at that point. <laughs> and that's you know, and that's the, that's the tamest you can get out of it. Uh-huh. But from the look of things, this person's was all like, oh, "How far can we crank the scale?" Hmm? <laughs> God almighty. But seriously, though, imagine that. Like, who, we got to ask the big questions here. Um, if they do go through with this, though, who would be the, um, the core demographic for such a thing? Sure as hell ain't going to be me. I mean, I don't want to say furries, but <laughs> scaries probably. <laughs> What do you want me to say? Fuck, I don't know. Cause this this is weird, man. If like right. in the next movie they're having like hybrid freaking dinosaurs that are people. Oh, oh you know what? That might appease, uh, appeal to probably like young Earth creationists who think that dinosaurs and people like live together. They'd be like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Right, and you know, and probably the. <laughs> I think I'd probably be right in that certain degree before, you know, before they explain the extinctions of the dinosaurs, and then it's like dinosaurs never really were extinct. They just merged with humans. No, but no, no, no. It really makes you think if they went with that plot line. I think. Mm, but, yeah, no, it's um... <laughs> a lot of messed up stuff. I <laughs> Like you're right. Like, how can you even fathom such a thing could be possible? Anyway, it's like you look at it. From, you look at it from the. You look at Jurassic World from like the most. You know, from that lens of like being objective. It says, "Nah, you can't. It's not gonna happen." If anything, though, I will say this. If anything, though, there there would be only one place I would actually host this, and it'd be Netflix. <coughs> Oh, so we're gonna they've, be on... um, they've, Netflix is pretty much open to hosting some pretty um, questionable stuff. No shit. Yeah, true. And ne- next thing you know, we're pretty much going to have another saga of when Netflix hosts some questionable stuff again. And, be like, you know, and everyone will be like, Netflix, why are you hosting this sick shit? <clears throat> Oof, yeah. All right. Tell me about it, though. But, yeah. Aside from any and all of that, um, I suppose that's pretty much what. Well, look at that. We've got what we much what we've got for the week. Aside from like you know a lot of insanely crazy live action movies, you know. Actually, there was one more that actually skipped my attention, but, um, yeah. You'll never guess which anime is getting the live-action treatment. And what is? Oh, oh, what yeah. is it? Um, Naruto, the anime, is getting the um, live-action treatment. No like, shit? Yeah. And I've, I'll and watch that. About this. Oh, you would? 
I grew up watching Naruto. Right. But the thing is, I only seen him as that fox form only once. Which kind of, I'm like, whoa, hell yeah. Hell, I had the manga comic books. I collected, like, the mangas, and then I started watching the anime. And now to think they're actually making a live action? Okay, okay. Another thing to watch on my agenda? Shit. Might as well. If it's good. Right. I'm sure it will be. It'll be a little weird, but... I mean... Shit. The converting live, you know, anime to live action has been, if I'm really honest with you, has had a very spotty track record. I mean, we all know the whole saga with friggin' Dragon Ball and Cowboy Bebop and what have you. Lion King. Uh, no, that's not an anime. Oh, man. But the fact that doesn't matter. matter. It's, a- it's animated. I- yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I didn't like the the live action Lion King because, like, they they use like the same guy that voiced Mufasa in the original cartoon version also voiced the live action Mufasa, which I don't like. I didn't really like it because, like, he he didn't sound too good. He sounded tired. He was he didn't sound good at all. Like, I like the voice actor, but it's about time for him to retire. But yeah, he's one of he was one of my voice favorite voice actors. Look, at the end of the day with this thing, it's this is either okay thing or this is gonna be like I don't wanna be a weave ever again. Because like look, let's face it, Naruto is probably one of the most popular animes like ever. <sighs> And you know how they how are they gonna pull it off? Because there's like, it's an anime that's been you know, going for like especially for like what a good part of like almost twenty years or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh Nova, you're so cute. <laughs> oh, well, but you know what? Let's probably you know let's probably wait and see how each of these live actions just turn out. Eh? There's not much else. Really, yeah. yeah. You ever get you ever see you see it and it's like okay, they pull it off really well, or you or you're like, nah, they fudged it. Why did they do this? Oh, but you know, at the end of the day, it's all about the money. Oh well. Anyway, um, that is all the time we have for this week and this and the multitude of crazy that we've got. Um, like, like I said, you know, hopefully you use an MFF if you're listening, if you took the time to listen, <laughs> have a great convention <clears throat> and be safe out there and keep yourself clean. And who'd <laughs> like to, um, start with a closing statement? Uh, the week. shoot, I forgot what I was going to start as a statement, but don't worry about it. I forgot. I was about to say it, and I just had a brain fart. Okay. Um. Uh. No more. Any uh closing thoughts for this week? Don't change Lara Croft's breasts. Please don't keep they them are perfect as, as they are. Mm-hmm. Like they are. Like they're squeezable at least. Okay, then. 
All right. Well, that Kira. was a little dark. Um, I would say um, I definitely care about like classic video games. When it comes to uh, Lara Croft changing her design, I don't think they should. You know, she looks good as she is. She's a perfectly great character, and they don't need to change anything. When it comes to MFF, um, I hope all my friends who were there, y'all have a great time, man. And I can't wait to see you next week. You know, we'll talk about it. So, yeah. All right. And to wrap this up, thank you all for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this as much as we had making this episode. As always, you can find our episodes on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Play.fm, iHeartRadio, BitChute, and more platforms further down the line. All right. This is us signing off for the week. Farewell, and until next time. Until next time, y'all. Have a good night and good day or whatever time it is. Have fun. Bye. Bye.